0: All right. Welcome, everyone, to episode four of Just Me with R.R. Campbell. I'm recording this episode on March 17th, 2020, so that is uh, St. Patrick's Day, in fact. But I suspect—not even really um, suspect—I know that for anyone who might be considering or who would normally be celebrating the holiday by spending the time on the town— we are, of course, even in, since the last week, since episode three was recorded, we are now um, we are now in the times. We are now in the times of social distancing. We are now in the times of self isolation. We are now in the times of quarantine and a great deal of uncertainty. And I suspect that by the time this episode airs. In a couple of weeks that we will still be very much in a similar if not even more uh, clamped down situation And I am sure that by that time by the time episode 4 goes live here in the last week of March or in the first week of April That you will have had your fill Of news about uh, COVID 19 or the coronavirus, whatever name you want to use for it. And so today, though this will inevitably still be hanging over us at the time this episode airs, as it will be likely for weeks and months to come, I don't necessarily want to focus on the challenges that it is going to pose to us as a society and to especially the most vulnerable among us, whether immunocompromised or. Um, Otherwise, uh, an individual with an underlying condition, whatever the case might be. I think today what we should focus on instead is what it is we are going to do within the walls of our own homes to ensure that we are able to cultivate community in a time when we might feel more removed from our community than ever. And what do I mean by that? I mean specifically that there is going to be a trend from here on out for however long this lasts for the news media to be dominated by this, and rightfully so. This is, of course, a pandemic that requires a great deal of very serious attention and a great deal of thought and a great deal of um, cooperating with the advice and acting on the directives of those who are interested in serving the public good. I don't wanna set any of that aside and I don't wanna pretend that that's not a real thing. But what I wanna talk about is that which is within our control because there is going to be so much of it that feels as if it is beyond us. And that again, brings us back to this idea of community and what it is that we can do within our own homes and through digital means to try to continue to cultivate that. One thing that I have been thinking about in the last 24 to 48 hours in particular as both my wife and I transition to working from home uh, full-time well, part-time technically for me insofar as my normal office job would be concerned is thinking about what we can do to prevent every day from becoming the same day. And I suspect that if you have children, for example, which we do not, you will face this along with some other additional complications that you are already um, well familiar with. But what it is that I'm going to suggest might be something that you can put to use in your own life. And we will see, we'll see where this goes. So what it is that I mentioned last night um, to Lacey is that we need to find a way to keep things um, feeling diverse on a, day-to-day, on a day-to-day basis. And it is very natural for us over the course of a given day, we will come home, we will get in our routine of, of course, it's dinner. Um, and then if there's not a sporting event on TV, which guess what, sports are canceled. Uh, we might just settle in and watch a show on Pick a Streaming Service, right? I, I know that we're not alone in doing that. That's not especially unique. But what it is that I realized last night is that with this uncertainty hanging over us, and oftentimes when we have these streaming services on, you know, we hang out and we talk and we're on our phones and we're scrolling anyway. But what is it that we're going to be consuming while we scroll? It's going to be more of this news that reminds us of the uncertainty and of the challenges that we already very familiar with day-to-day. So what I suggested is this. What if tonight, no, no TV. Instead, we are going to focus on board games. Board games, cool idea, Ryan. Wow, what what an original thought. I don't mean it in that way. I mean it in the way of, yes, find ways to pick something out of the ordinary that you wouldn't normally do, but see if you can't set aside Time for it. Yesterday was what Monday night so I don't know maybe Monday night has to become um, board game night for you and for your significant other or for you and for your family and if you're someone who is living alone uh, maybe in lieu of that you have an opportunity to cultivate a sense of positivity and a sense of community uh, on the internet. For example one of my friends uh, someone who stood up at our wedding in fact he just suggested today Hey man, we've been talking about getting a D&D campaign together for a long time. We sure have. I referenced it in episode 3, in fact. Uh, Now might be a good time for us to try it out and see if we can get a remote thing going. And I actually mentioned to him, Great, yeah, that that sounds fantastic. Uh, That's in fact what the other campaign I'm part of is trying to do. And tonight, we're going to try and cultivate that sense of community at about 8pm when we test everything before we actually get into our campaign on Wednesday night. So if you are someone maybe who is uh, living alone or even if you're not and you need an opportunity to interact and engage with people in a space that isn't also going to be inundated with uh, the news of the day, which I suspect will be challenging. I keep using that word. I need to find a synonym here, but it's going to continue to be challenging for quite some time. Find a way to cultivate community in a space that you can sort of carve out. Um, For example, what my friend here suggested was, well, let's try and play D&D in a portal that is isolated from everything else, and maybe that'll be something for a couple of hours. Maybe now is the time to, uh, for those of you who are interested in uh, mobile gaming, right? That would be another really easy thing to do, but that also is going to leave you connected to your device. Now might be the time to do something like pull that guitar out of the closet that you've been letting collect dust. Uh, I unfortunately cannot do that because my guitar has been collecting dust in uh, my mom's garage for, oh what year is it now, 2020, oh about seven or eight or eh, probably about ten years now which is honestly really sad when I think about it but here's something. Here's another thing you might try at home. If you don't have an instrument uh, sitting in your closet but you want to do something maybe musical or artistic. If you're working with say a Mac and Windows surely has an analog program now uh, something like GarageBand. In fact you might have noticed that in every episode of this podcast so far the music has been slightly different with a new layer added in every episode. Well that is a way that I decided I was going to get in touch with music again at a time when I can't go fetch my guitar from my mom's garage. And my keyboard and my amps and um, everything else that I used to work a lot with when I was in high school and early college but the point is this find ways to keep your day fresh Uh, you might be someone who is no longer able to say go to the gym I'm sure gyms will be closing soon too I'm trying to carve out time at home now because my soccer games all canceled that's going to turn into me on the stationary bike time. If you have a bike, here's another thing you might consider. Let's say you don't have a stationary bike at home. You don't have a treadmill at home. You don't have any equipment. And you're like, oh, that sounds like a great idea, but I can't exactly waltz to the store. Well, assuming delivery services like uh, Amazon, etc., are still running, you might consider ordering an adapter of sorts for a bike that you have in your garage that would normally be something you take outside. You can actually convert those fairly easily. I am not a technical person in that sense at all. I am not a mechanical person, but you might consider uh, grabbing one of those down off the old Amazon, which is exactly what we have set up downstairs. We just took Lacey's bike. We uh, you know swapped in, swapped out a couple of parts, And there we are with a stationary bike in the basement. So that might be something to keep you entertained as well. And it's probably worth keeping in mind that we're going to be tested here in ways I think that people don't yet anticipate. And they're in ways that I think right now, at least for our generation, we've only been able to capture or understand in fiction And I'm thinking specifically about books like Margaret Atwood's Oryx and Crake. I'm thinking about Karen Thompson Walker's The Age of Miracles and also The Dreamers by Karen Thompson Walker. And we're going to have to, yes, look out for each other. We have to find ways to cultivate community. We have to find ways to do all of that. But we also need to make sure that we are whole that we as individuals understand that there are times when we are going to need space. Uh, an example today, just this is day one of both my wife and I working from home together, and I've had some frustrations with how things are going as it pertains to my ability to work from home. It has nothing to do with her and everything to do with a miscalculation on the part of individuals in the supply chain he said very diplomatically hopefully diplomatically and it it has prohibited my ability to actually do any of that part-time work from home today and it will require me to return to the office uh in the midst of all of this an office that is supposed to be shut down and wait around for someone to show up and troubleshoot something that should not need to be troubleshooted at a time like this, and yet here we are. But I'm finding that, of course, I have this frustration, right? And it would be very easy for me to turn to the people nearest me, uh, and that would be Lacey, and that would be either one of our cats, and whether I'm conscious of it or not, take it out on them to some extent, whether it's being slightly less attentive, whether it's being a little sharp in, you know, when I am attentive, whatever the case might be. I might be more aloof. Part of this is just pausing, I think, and reflecting on what we can do right now to make sure that the people we are closest to and will be physically closest to for some time now, that we can maintain positive relationships to them and positive relationships to ourselves. And I think it really starts with those positive relationships to self. So when you are feeling tense, when you are feeling frustrated, when you are feeling sad, when you are feeling happy, these are great opportunities to yes, reach out to the people near you and ask for help and to share that with them. But there are also sometimes opportunities to remind ourselves that maybe the best way to address those things is to be contemplative And step away for a moment and ask ourselves, well, is how I'm feeling going to have an adverse effect on the people near me or is how I'm feeling going to help empower others? And if I am not in a position to help empower or provide stability for or whatever the case might be for others, then just get right with yourself, even if if it's just for a moment. Uh, whatever that is and that comes back to that sense of community. Are you going to turn to your online community hopefully in an enclave where you aren't going to be inundated with the negative? Are you able to turn to that musical instrument? Are you able to do some tinkering with your keyboard? If you're a writer, this is a great opportunity to sit down and type away. Don't worry. Stop putting pressure on yourself for needing to write a certain way or having to work on a certain Work in progress whatever the case might be let it all go because you have the time and you have the space and for as intense as all of this feels right now it too will pass and that's going to ring very hollow especially for people who know individuals nearest them who are affected very directly but these months will one day have existed they exist now but they will one day have existed and how we choose to interact with our community how we choose to create community and how we choose to better understand ourselves during this time is going to define the existence of these months when we look back on them years from now and My saying that and my saying much of what I have said so far in an episode that I know is perhaps feeling more disjointed than the first three, this is clearly one that I am letting myself just. There's a lot that needs to be said, and I'm just kind of running with it as it comes to me. But amid all of that, I do have to recognize and acknowledge that the position I am coming from amid all of this is one of relative privilege. I mentioned earlier, Lacey and I do not have children, and so needing to. Take time for yourself when you also need to be setting a strong, positive example for your children and being mindful of their questions and mindful of what it is they have going on. That's not something that I need to consider. And I will say that perhaps maybe then what it is that I've spoken to thus far in this episode isn't ideal for you to hear. But I want you to know that you too are seen and heard uh, yesterday when I was in the office and my supervisor was letting me know that going forward here, at least at the time, our understanding was I would be working from home as would everyone else, barring this trip back to the office tomorrow. He was telling me that he is still struggling with how to frame all of this for his children. and. I am not in a position to necessarily offer advice on how that is done, but I will say that some of what I have read and some of what he has tried to do and what really touched me about the way that he presented this was that it's about just answering what questions they have, letting them know that it will one day be okay. And that this is a thing that we as a family and we as a greater community are going to tackle together to look out for people like our grandparents, and to look out for people like our neighbors, and to look out for some of our friends who may not have, however you frame it for kids, depending on the age, whatever, who who may not have immune systems that are are operating at a capacity as you, my dear child, etc. Look at me. I sure know how to talk to kids, right? Funny story, honestly. We'll take a break from me trying to be preachy for a second here to try and offer advice and go down this avenue. So as might be readily apparent to you at this juncture, I have no idea how to talk to children. Uh, And so as Lacey has pointed out, whenever there are children around, I just talk to them like they're adults, which is exactly how I also talk to pets. And I will... (laughs) Generally, uh, here's an example of a time when we, had a, we were at a friend's house, there was a party going on, I think it was a housewarming or something like that, and then there was a small child, I don't know, I also don't know ages, maybe she's four, and she wanted to get behind this couch because it seemed interesting to her that there is a space between the couch and the wall. I get it. It's a cozy little spot. Cool, I understand the appeal. To get to this cozy little spot, however, it required her to clamber over or around me and she had no qualms about uh climbing mount ryan but uh when she got to the top of the couch and she looked over the edge she didn't know what to do and i turned to her and said something like okay all right you made it this far what what do you think is going to be your next uh, step in all this and she looked at me and I said, no, you did a great job climbing. That's really good. Do you think, do you want to go over that? Would you like help? Would you like me to help you, help get you down? And it was at this point that Lacey went, you have no capacity to talk to kids. I think I did okay. I offered some good. Uh, I, I was trying to get at the heart of what was going on here, but the way that I phrased it was apparently um, indicative of, uh, just me, just me there it is, the title of the show. Folks, I know that this episode four has, at least to me anyway, felt like an exercise in spinning one's wheels without a road beneath us. And maybe that's just how it's meant to be right now. I was hoping originally today to talk about reclamation and rebirth. And I think that those topics will at some point become worth discussion, particularly as we advance into spring here. And we're going to have to tussle with the fact that uh, the sky is blue, all the leaves are green, and yet here we are uh, indoors as if it is still, say, February. We'll talk about those topics at some point. But maybe right now, the thing that we need to do, if you can't pick up the instrument, if you're not in a position to play board games, if you are feeling as though there is no immediate cure for the hopelessness and for the disappointment and the frustration and the grief, maybe the best thing to do is exactly what we've done in this episode. And that's just let the wheels spin. Let them spin. Yeah. We're going to make it. There are brighter days ahead. There are opportunities ahead. There are beers shared ahead. There are quiet, beautiful moments in public and places far away ahead. Your vacation's going to come back to you. All the conferences you meant to attend this year, they'll be there again next year if they don't find a way to reschedule them this year. The NBA will be back. My boy Giannis will be back. My forward Madison FC Flamingos will be back. It's all coming around. Reclamation, rebirth, it's on the horizon. Maybe episode five, maybe six or seven or nine or ten. Not episode eight, though maybe one of those episodes in the future. But for now, yeah, let's let the wheels spin, everyone. Let them spin. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Just Me with R.R. Campbell. Uh, If you want to stay in touch with the show, and I very much hope that you do, you can do so by reaching out to me, uh, by following along on Instagram, by following along on Twitter, You can find me there as at I am R.R. Campbell. You can also subscribe, of course, on YouTube for those of you who are watching the video feed of this who are already well aware of that. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or another podcast app, yes, there are videos of all of these. Come along and tune in on YouTube. You can find uh, my channel is just R.R. Campbell. but. Just me with R.R. Campbell is there, of course. If you are listening on a podcasting platform, I do hope that you will subscribe, leave a rating and review. That would mean a great deal to me. And uh, we will see each other again soon. In fact, I believe episode five and episode four will be available at the same time on the Just Me with R.R. Campbell YouTube channels and all of the podcast feeds. And once we are through episode five, as I've said at the end of every other episode, we will start getting episode six, seven i I'll include eight this time nine ten and beyond you'll get all of those weekly on Thursdays with episodes recorded on the preceding Tuesday so we won't be so uh out of there won't be such a disconnect between whatever's happening in the world and the timing of the episode's release but until then we're gonna let the wheels spin and we're gonna live unscripted unedited and unafraid thank you